0: Welcome to Managing Marketing, a weekly podcast where we discuss the issues and opportunities facing marketing, media, and advertising with industry thought leaders and practitioners. Today, I'm sitting down with Jody Catalfamo, founder of Brandvis. Welcome, Jody.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: And also your co-founder, Dave Ansett. Welcome, Dave. Thanks, Dan. Good to be here. Well, look, I just have to say, um, because Dave and I go back a long way. And in fact, I have to acknowledge Dave was the designer or his company at the time designed the Trinity P3 logo. So, uh, you know, it's still alive, Dave, and still uh, going strong. But we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about Brandvis. This is a new platform that you've both been involved in uh, creating. What is Brandvis?
2: Uh, Brandvis is a kit of tools that's been designed for the creative agency industry and marketing industry. And um, we we were struck by the fact that thirty years ago, uh, Apple came along with the Mac and revolutionized the way the industry worked, but really, there hadn't been a lot of significant change or disruption since, and yet at the same time you know, agencies running both of us run agencies ourselves, and the last decade especially it's just got harder and harder to make make a profit and so we sat down and thought, well with what's happening with technology and what tech now enables us to do, surely there's a way that we can. Create a platform and some tools for agencies to make life easier and find a way to to regain some of that lost profit.
0: Well, it's true that uh, you know traditionally agencies have often virtually given away strategy. Uh, how yeah you know, to, to get the production and the ideation and that part of it. How uh, how would this actually help with that, Jody?
1: So what we've been able to do is put together a full module of. The process of brand strategy. So, this is not a teaching uh, module at all. It is for sophisticated marketers and agencies um, that understand the existing process. So, we've put it all together into a module that you can follow either our direction of all the steps or you can completely customize it, um, enter your own questions, change the order and put that process in place um, that's specific for your own agency and your clients. Um, And what that does is it helps agencies not only input everything into one platform but it also saves time because generally in the um, brand strategy process you've got post-it notes and butcher's papers all over the walls and things like that, whereas now you've got your whole team Uh, in the platform at the same time. You can have the facilitator facilitating in an agency view mode and then your team also in the platform at the same time writing notes, uh, looking at tips and things like that to help the process along the way.
0: No, it, it sounds great.
1: Yeah, so the idea is to help agencies find it easier to bill brand strategy um, and to provide it as, you know, the the proper service that it is. And you need this, you know, strategy up front before you can go into your creative um, process or into your marketing process so that you have a full understanding of what your brand is, what the values, the essence, the proposition.
0: Yeah. No. So, uh, Dave, you, you've been heavily involved through your career with developing strategy, you know, design, marketing, advertising. Is a lot of this driven by the, the sort of practices and insights that uh, you experienced or have you had to go beyond the way of doing it in the past? Yeah, it
2: certainly starts with with our experiences and processes. Uh, what, But what uh, tech and specifically AI allows for these days is this thing called expert systems. So it's a branch of artificial intelligence which collects the kind of combined expertise and turns it into a simplified process. Um, We came across it with a client about four or five years ago who was developing an expert system platform for medical practitioners and so they were sitting down and working with the top handful of people in each field of medicine and providing this expert system so that GPs and other medical professionals could essentially go from being, having a, a small amount of experience and knowledge to having a deep expertise in an area when it was important to them. And we took that same approach and used that same form of AI tech to take between the founders, we've got about 100 years of branding experience And so we drew that out and created our own expert process. And so the AI doesn't give you the answers, but it allows someone who's a little confident in brand strategy but not super experienced to run a really strong, solid workshop and get a really strong, solid strategy out of the end of it. But for someone like, you know, truly deeply in us who have been doing this for years, It allows us to, it really frees us up, so it does two things. It allows us to be far more focused and present in the workshop because a lot of the processing is done by the platform, but it also cuts down our time. So for us, uh, we've started doing our uh, brand strategy from start to finish in sort of 12 hours rather than 24, 30 hours. Yeah. So it's got that sort of double benefit for for less experienced agencies. It creates allows them to do really solid brand strategy that they couldn't do. For experienced agencies, it allows you to streamline the process and and get a much better outcome than the other agencies might, but do it in a way that really kind of supercharges productivity.
0: Sounds fantastic. And as you mentioned earlier, Jody, you know it is in some ways template driven, but there's a huge amount of flexibility built into those templates, isn't there?
1: Yeah, that's right. So that was um, something that was really important to us, knowing um, both coming from the industry and understanding how every agency wants to differentiate themselves um, to have that competitive edge. So we needed to make sure that the agencies could still have that full customization in the platform, um, and that is on that customization is only going to continue to grow um, and allow agents to do more and more. So. Um, you know, the larger agencies and things like that, that want everything customised, um, you know, we will be building that into, into the platform. But at this stage, the process, the order, everything like that can be fully customised.
0: It's interesting from uh, my perspective as a pitch consultant, because one of the things every agency says is that they have their own uh, proprietary uh, strategy model that uh, only they have. But uh, when you actually see them rolled out, they're all largely the same. Uh, yeah. Did you find the same thing, Dave, as you were uh, developing this?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, I did a bit of some study in the States at MIT a few years ago. It was a Masters of Entrepreneurship. And there was the marketing component of that course had some really interesting kind of bridges between the brand, traditional brand strategy and business strategy. And so, uh, truly deeply, we had already implemented those in, and they were probably the only thing we did that was at all different to what everyone else does. Um, and but and so we have adopted some of those into in, into the Branvas process. But essentially, it was Jody's process uh, and our process, and um, another founder Chris's process, and we sort of put them together and said, well, mostly they're pretty similar. Here's the best of each. And here's some of those other business parts. So it does a really interesting competitor analysis part, which is more out of business strategy, but is a really valuable input into the brand strategy as one of the steps in the process.
0: Well, I could imagine that even you know, for someone that's quite uh, skilled and sophisticated in strategy, it acts almost like a, uh, a check line or, or a check post to make sure that you're covering everything and considering all aspects in developing strategy. Would that be right?
2: Yeah. I, I, having used it myself several times you know, with several clients now, I find it really liberating because rather than having to always keep half of your mind on what's the next step of the process, which doesn't really allow for you to go off track too much, because the process is there and stepping you through, it really frees the facilitator and the strategist up to explore paths and, and and you know go off road and find some really interesting areas that you may not normally discuss, because the process is there and and keeping, uh, keeping the steps sort of aligned.
0: Look, that's a really good point, Dave. Because you know a lot of people that, that say that you know they don't like templates because they think it inhibits. Uh, you know creativity and innovation and free thinking but in some ways what uh, you guys have developed here is a a a roadmap that then allows the users to actually spend more time focusing on you know analyzing and creating and and coming up with strategy than thinking about the process yeah Uh, one of the big things today is data of course you know um, and that you, know, you would often see strategy developed you know, pretty much based on the opinions of the people in the room. But you guys have even thought about that as well, haven't you?
1: Yeah, so that was really important. So when I was at large agencies, we um, were very blessed to have data and as whatever data we wanted um, from any source. We would um, regularly run um, workshops with um, consumer workshops with Qual and Quant Um, so that, and then when I started working in smaller agencies, I noticed that that whole data aspect was completely missing. Um, and sometimes it was built on assumptions. Sometimes it was built on trying to get, you know, search and get some free, uh, access to free reports and things like that. And then trying to compile that up into creating some insights, um, so that whole data aspect was really important uh, to me specifically to get that into directly into the platform and how we could do that. Um, so we partnered with Roy Morgan and Australia Post. So we have a really strong B2C data through Roy Morgan and that's also linked into Roy Morgan's Helix Personas Um Every all of the data outputs through the filtering and all the different levels uh, come through to consumer profiling, so you can even um, do that as a di- as an extra exercise throughout your strategy of who your actual core target audience is um, and defining that. Um, and in addition, we've got a straight post which is their parcel data. So if an agency has any client that has any online store. Um, you know whether it's fashion footwear, pets, you name it we can tell them um, how many households of uh, data we have. Um, that's getting parcel delivery through those uh, different online stores. And even that data can be um, filtered right down into the local LGA areas. So we can be really specific um, with that. And at each data level of Australia Post, we show you exactly how large uh, the segment is that we have. Uh, And again, with Australia Post uh, data, that is also linked into the um, Roy Morgan Helix personas. So you really are getting um, some great insights into um, who your consumer is, how they're purchasing devices, time, where, um, all of that information.
0: Does that mean that the platform has a DMP in it? Like could you import customer data or or um, segment data and things like that that the client you're working with has? Not, or is it a closed well, system at the moment?
1: Not at this stage, but you can upload uh, your own so if your client if you've got if you want to purchase uh, some of our Roy Morgan or Australia post data, you can and you can also add in your own slides um so if we don't have data that um, is right for your specific project uh, and you have other data from clients or anywhere else um industry reports, you can upload your own slides that then go directly into the workshop.
0: Okay. So, th- so there's some built-in flexibility in there in the-, in the sources of data, but they're two relatively robust um, uh, uh, customer data sources that you've got there, Roy Morgan and, uh, and Australia Post. Yeah, and absolutely. And Australia Post just seems to go from strength to strength, especially <laughs> uh, with the pandemic and working from home.
1: Yeah, so there's been yeah. a lot of insights through obviously Australia Post and um, over the pandemic and how people are shopping online and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, so with also the Australia Post, they launch uh, quarterly reports on shopping behaviours and datas. So, you know, you can easily get access to those reports as well.
2: So Darren, probably the one of the biggest changes we've seen in 20 years, 20 years ago we had a full time researcher on staff and our clients would were regularly spending thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a project on insights. And that's just slowly eked away to the point where we rarely work with a client anymore who can afford the depth of data and insights that we're talking about. So one of the great changes about the tech provides is it dips into the APIs of this data. So so Rather than having to pay a consultant to do the research, the cost base for the for that execution comes right down. So it means that someone like Roy Morgan and Australia Post are able to commercialize their data in a way that means for us that our Branvis agencies can access it for a fraction of the cost that they would be spending historically. So for a lot of small agencies, for the first time, they'll actually be able to use data And so part of the expert system then was creating that filter so that people who weren't used to working with data who didn't have research as a background could then access what can be pretty confusing if you don't know what you're looking for.
0: Look, I think it's really exciting because we've seen a real shift over the last 10 to 20 years where the media agencies have become data rich and the creative and design companies, even digital agencies, can find themselves struggling to even have access to it. As you say, cost is one of them, but the other thing is just having the access and the people then that can actually, you know, uh, analyse it and pull the insights out. So, mm. you know, this is a phenomenal uh, opportunity for, you know, agencies and, and uh, companies to claw that back, I imagine.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that, that underpins really the philosophy of of what we're doing at Brandworth, which is... All agencies, but especially those, you know, there's something like 30,000 small agencies and freelancers and consultants in Australia in the creative fields, creative marketing fields, and they've just never found it tougher to make a crust. And what's really underpinning our whole philosophy is how do we even up that playing field? How do we give them the tools so that they can be offering the sort of value that clients want at the sort of. Uh, the sort of fees and charges that the clients can afford and still make a good margin on that. And for the first time, this tech that's available is enabling that to happen.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting uh, as well because, you know, the industry talks a lot about strategy and yet when you see, uh, an, anal- you know, we analyse a lot of marketing process, especially around advertising, that strategies is a very small part of the actual investment, you know, more money is going into production than even ideation and more money goes into ideation than goes into strategy. It yeah. it's just seems counterintuitive.
2: It's crazy. It's crazy right? And I think it's because, as you said at the, at the start, agencies have got used to giving away the strategy. And so what we don't get paid for, we don't value and what the client doesn't pay for, they don't value so it, it's become it, it's thrown it on its head we're stra- we're setting the strategy and getting it right with the strong insights at the start is the critical platform for anything whether you're developing a marketing plan an an ad campaign brand identity packaging website to really what we're doing and and brand strategy is the kind of cornerstone tool but really what we're wanting to do is to increase the competency and capability of agencies everywhere to, to to start with a really strong brand strategy and then our other tools flow from that. So once you've developed those key components of the strategy and you go into writing a brief, then that information flows straight into the brief. And then when you're writing a media brief, that information flows straight in. When you're doing a competitor analysis, the information flows straight in. So which we're not only creating that key foundation, but then we're making sure that it flows through the project, without the agency having to necessarily create that that brand strategy mindset overnight. I remember uh, last
0: millennium uh, working at uh, J Walter Thompson. They had the uh, the J Walter Thompson X plan, and the idea was it was a strategy process that cast the net wide at the top of the X, consolidated that down to what is the strategic thought and then amplified it out at the bottom. And I, I thought it was great, except it was driven in those days. You know, this is uh, in the 90s, was driven by pieces of paper and uh, word templates and things like that where everything yeah. had to be retyped. Uh, so yeah. so even the time it's, uh, you're saving on having to retype all those bits because every part of the strategy, as you say, informs every part through that process, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Does the uh, Branvis uh, platform work remotely? Because, you know, we do live in a uh, time of uh, everyone's working on Zoom teams, Google Meets and, and the rest. And I've noticed uh, that agencies really struggle with when they're having meetings online and then they suddenly put up their uh, uh, PowerPoint presentation or, or, or keynote and... That seems to be the end of the conversation because it dominates everything. Uh, does Brandvis allow you to share templates and multiple people putting in or is it pretty much for whoever's driving the strategy to to be doing all the entry? No, no. Is it collaborative, no. I guess?
1: No, no. It 100% works uh, remotely. So, um, you know, we could be running a, a strategy process now. Uh, you could be the client, Darren, and I can be facilitating and Dave's in there at the same time. Uh, writing all the notes into the um, into the agency interface. So there's basically you can have two interfaces: one for client, and one that we call for agency. Um, so that Dave can be writing all the notes and everything as I'm facilitating the workshop, um, and you're seeing the really nice large uh, view um, at that time. So what that means is at the end of the um, strategy session, uh, you simply have to download the report. So you, You can just download it in Word or PDF uh, and download all the notes uh, in Word and then just make the adjustments and changes throughout as needed.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing because, you know, everyone's talking about getting vaccination rates and we'll be out of uh, working from home. But I actually think uh, this way of working is going to be around for quite a long time. Do you agree, Dave? Do you think we're going yeah. to continue to work remotely, or at least, you know, not necessarily rushing back to face-to-face meetings?
2: Yeah, I think, I think, I think so. And I think that for most agencies and clients, the traditional brand strategy process has always been face-to-face. So, so we designed this specifically to be cloud-based, specifically for the tools to work across. I mean, I, I can remember not even thinking twice about insisting clients fly their key team from all over the country, sometimes all over the region to Melbourne to come to our office for a day to do a brand strategy workshop. It seems crazy now, but at the time it was what we insisted. So we absolutely have created something that that um, is, um, is native to that way of working and uh, in it. There are, there are things, once you open your mind to that, then there are all sorts of improvements to the process. So one of the it's a small function, but I think it's really strong. In the workshops we've run so far, it's been really strong, which is that when, when the facilitator is using the facilitator, the, the client view, presentation view, and the agency people are working in agency view, at certain points it throws the agency um, participants get a thesaurus. So, you know, the, the client can be there saying, what's another word for, you know, hypochondriac? And then the, and then the creative director comes up with four, yeah. you know, two seconds later and looks very intelligent. So, there's, so that's part of this expert system is you can hide some of these tools to make the process easier for the agency. Likewise, the, the people in the agency can be saying, did you get that? The CEO said red, everyone else said black. Let's make sure we use red. You know the that those sorts of processes that that this tech can facilitate don't even work when you're in a boardroom with butcher's paper. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're actually uh, you've done a great job at you know, looking for what are the enhancements that technology can uh, bring, rather than just replicating the process, which is fantastic. Jody, I'm just wondering, from your perspective, you know. What's the sweet spot here? Is this something that every agency can use or do you think it's going to be something that, uh, you know, smaller agencies or smaller teams will really benefit from?
1: No, look, I think every single agency, large or small, can be using uh, this platform um, and they would just use it in the way that suits their specific agency. So smaller agencies um, might use the total platform in the way that we've designed it for uh, running the strategy, going to then doing the creative brief, the media briefs, um, using the creative competitive review tools, um, the research and things like that. The larger agencies might find it um, that they simply just use it um, internally when working on different brands and clients for the larger clients um, to then start a you know another conversation throughout a process. Um, we've had you know, amazing feedback on different ways that agencies are using it and also the way that they're customizing it. Um so that's that's um been the you know the great feedback from us to date and considering we've only really just launched it two weeks ago. Um so yeah it's 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 um yeah the platform's been developed to be used anyway for any agency, large, small, um so yeah, but it is interesting to hear that um, some of the larger agencies are just looking at it because some of the other tools that they're using, they're not finding that flexibility that they need. Um, so whereas this customization is is providing that. Um, you know, that flexibility. And some of the smaller agencies are, you know, wow, I can change the order, I can add some more questions, but, you know, inherently brand strategy is a process um, and you've given us that whole process and the data that can be implemented directly into it. Um, and especially when you start talking with, you know, using the names of Roy Morgan and Straight Post, you know, clients can see the value um, of that.
0: It gives it a credibility as well. I mean, not just the robustness of that, but the fact that, you know, Roy Morgan feels like it's been around for years and and they've built up huge, you know, databases and methodology. And Australia Post, you know, really have come into their own, especially in the last two years with the amount, you know, just the sheer volume Mm. of uh, ways that, you know, I don't think people go to shops anymore. They just wait for the... uh, Parcel delivery person the to, to drop it. <laughs> exactly. Dave, um, uh, from your perspective, you know, because having a lifetime of design, uh, were there any challenges or, or any considerations? Because you know, user experience is so important with platforms like this. What do you think were the sort of driving principles from your perspective?
2: Yeah, uh, it's, that's just a great point because we thought, or I thought that we'd nailed it. The first iteration, I thought that was right.
0: <laughs> Little
2: we, did and we then know. We tested, <laughs> and then we tested it with a client. and so the the fortunately we had some some good guidance from some uh, some peers that we've got who have strong software backgrounds uh, and SaaS backgrounds. So uh, one of them allowed us. We did a workshop with one of their businesses, and uh, very early on, Jody and I with pieces of paper and. We thought it was our process, and so what we we probably went through. The learning was we went through three or four iterations before we even built the first version, and then our alpha version we tested with some friendly agencies, and we found out that we got it entirely wrong, and we had to really, you know, it's a, it's a great software term. We had to pivot, and uh, be, and we're now so we now are you know a kit of tools rather than a, a strategy. Um, product and we are far more flexible in terms of how people can custom agencies can customise it than we first anticipated. So um, the 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 UX design part, um, I wouldn't say we've you know got the best UX in the world. I've learnt that, but it's it's reason we're pretty happy with it. We're we're getting good feedback on it. The bigger learning has been on the actual the functionality and, and what we thought was the logical way agencies would want to access and use these tools to actually how it turns out they do want to use them. It's amazing, isn't
0: it, that, uh, you know, we think we understand how uh, the human being exists and works, but uh, when we act- you actually see something being used by someone, you, you're almost going, oh, my God, I can't believe someone would do it that way yeah but that's part of the uh the challenge isn't it? you know the best the best uh platforms are the ones that feel intuitive for uh everyone that uses it, and yet it's one of the hardest things to achieve, yeah and I think also yeah. the
1: best platforms are the ones that listen uh to their users and take on board the feedback which um you know we're very open to doing um you know even just initial feedback we've had um on how some of the just saving of some of the projects we're like oh okay we'll change that for you <laughs> you need you need it well, changed yep yeah, okay uh, we we get that now <laughs> i think sometimes one, when you're so it, close to it you know you you just don't see those little little refinements that can just make um, other people's lives a hell of a lot easier so yeah and yeah. and that's one of
2: the one of the key one of the most important things i think Jody and I got right at the start was there's four founders and, and Jody and I bought in a product guy and a developer guy and a, specifically a high-end complex SaaS process guy. And so having a founder who's, who's building the code means that when we have to pivot, when we get some key feedback that hits us between the eyes and we can't believe that we ever thought something else, We've got a guy there, Matt, who's, you know, who's a founder and and, and completely invested who spends all weekend changing something that we, we told him was the right way to do it and is now the wrong way to do it. So that's, <laughs> he loves us so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah it <laughs> makes a big difference. But
0: this is part of any software development, you know, and especially when you're building uh, user platforms, that it's, it is, it you is, know, I imagine going to be, yeah, you, know, you can get it ninety nine percent right, but you're going to constantly be tweaking, uh, as you as you must do. Look, one of the exciting things from from my perspective is when I received the um, the email from you guys yeah, promoting it. You launched it in mid August. Was uh, I had um, ringing in my ears, Professor Mark Ritson, who is constantly uh, saying to the industry, we've got to get strategy back into the center of marketing. And I thought, well, this is a great step to help that happen. Because as you both shared earlier, you know, strategy has become one of those things that's either undervalued or overlooked or or just, you know, poorly done. So I really have to congratulate you both on this uh, endeavor and, uh, and wish you yeah, you know, all success in uh, in making it happen. I'm wondering um, if you've had any clients interested in actually taking this, because increasingly we're seeing clients wanting to drive in quotes their strategy development.
2: Yeah, yes, we have. It's it's a it's a vexed question for us. To the extent that of the of the six workshops I've done, four of the clients have requested. To use the tool themselves for other products that they've got, um, and it's a vexed question because we build this for agencies, and the last thing we want to do is undermine the value for agencies by handing the keys over to clients. Um, a, a couple of clients I've let them, who I know very well, I've let have a have a you know drive the brandvis car and see what they do and. Uh, Thankfully, I think it's going to solve itself, which is there's just one step for most clients in terms of their understanding of marketing and brands and and how that works, that as good as our process is, it really requires that base level of marketing knowledge and experience to really get a good outcome. And at the moment, uh, certainly the way we've built it for agencies, it's just a little too sophisticated for most clients. But having said that, clients with big in-house marketing departments, with sophisticated marketers, you know, I'm thinking the FMCG companies, for instance, I could definitely see them implementing it in their in-house. You know,
0: I think there's also something else that uh, makes a platform like this work better in the hands of agencies, and that is the constant external perspective looking into the factory rather than trying to use from the factory looking out to the consumer. And I think that's been a universal issue for years and years because the hardest thing in the world, you know, you can have great tools, but the hardest thing is bringing the right perspective. Yeah. And in a world where we're constantly talking about being customer-centric or consumer-centric, um, you need an ex- the right external a partner to be able to do that no matter what tool. So I think this is a is a great enabler for mm. uh, giving agencies the opportunity to be able to bring something quite you know structured, robust and uh, and credible mm. into that relationship. Yeah, and you know, if, I think it's a terrific innovation.
1: Thank you. And if a, a marketer or you know marketing company does use the tool it will and they're working with a with a creative agency it would hope, hopefully and certainly help um, in the client writing, um, hopefully a solid creative brief. Um, so whether or not they actually do the full brand strategy process or, you know, condense it down to a more customised, smaller sort of process but at least then providing their agency with a solid creative brief um, and background information that then they can, that the agency can then Take from there, or then go back into the the start of the process again and run the strategy. Um, that would it's always going to help.
0: Yeah, no, fantastic. Look, guys, uh, we've uh, we've run out of time. It's a uh, it's a topic that I think uh, everyone's going to be interested in. If the um, if there's agencies out there that are interested in finding out more, who sh- watch what's their first step? What's your website?
1: www.brandvis io.
0: dot io. So make sure you get that right. What yes. happens if they put dot com au or something uh, silly? Have you checked out the other uh, options? <laughs> and and also the pricing is this uh, typical SaaS? It's a subscription. Licensed seats, that type of thing.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So um, we offer a free version um, of the platform which is you can have access to Creative Brief, Media Brief and also the research because that's a separate paid amount. Um, or we have individuals uh, which has it's only 39 a month um, and they have full access uh, to the platform. Smaller agencies between one to five users is 99 a month and then um, larger agencies, it's one ninety nine a month. But if you sign up... There
0: you go, got the whole rate card. Got the
1: whole rate, that's <laughs> it. Um, but if you sign up, every every person who signs up automatically has a 30-day th- free trial.
0: Wow. So you've uh, certainly, the two of you, embraced the software world with the freemium pricing and the, uh, the free trial and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, well done. So look, uh, I just want to thank you both. So Dave Ansett and Jody Calfamo, for both co-founders of Brandvis, are uh, two of the four founders of uh, of Brandvis, which is a platform for developing brand strategies and all of the uh, the components that come out of that. So thank you very much for uh, joining me today.
1: Thank you for having us. Thanks, Dan. Look, I
0: have got one question before you go. And that is, do you think you could work on something that would help agencies actually learn how to charge their clients for the work they do?